0: Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved.
1: Episode 1126, air date October 9th, 2022.
0: Uh, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever people are at. I just want to let everyone know we have a very special uh, talk today, but it's not just uh, me giving sort of perspective, but it's going to be a citizen journalism uh, discussion with uh, two of our Truth, and Health warriors out of Finland, Anne and Tumor, uh, one of our Truth, and Health warriors who's um, Lithuanian, um, and then we have Boban who's out of um, Germany. Boban, I have you also here, so when you speak, the sound will come through. We're having some sound issues. But anyway, what I want to do is, first of all, before I start, let me just give a quick background. Um, Some of you may know, for the last um, year almost, uh, our movement has been very closely giving a systems analysis on what's going on in the Ukraine-Russia war. We've given a historical analysis talking about the fact that for um, years, uh, U.S. and NATO going back after World War II, into 1991, have had a deep interest in um, essentially uh, creating a hegemony in the Baltic areas and in Europe, and particularly as articulated by Condoleezza Rice in 2013, have wanted to make sure that Europe does not depend on Russia, oil and gas, but depends on US oil and gas. This has been very well articulated. So if you follow the money, U.S. equals NATO has had a deep interest, um, particularly the oil and gas mega corporations have had a deep interest in making sure that um, Europe is dependent on U.S. oil and gas. And uh, this is counter uh, and and Russia stands in the way of that. So we've also shared over the last eight years, the eastern province of Russia, the people there who eastern province of Ukraine, I'm sorry, the people who have always felt a close alliance with Russia were very, very perturbed when the United States and NATO executed a coup in Ukraine to put in a pro Ukrainian pro and many people, there's a lot of information out there. These people were essentially neo-Nazis and that really perturbed the people on the Eastern part of Ukraine to, um, want to break away from Ukraine. And that's really been the center of this conflict. More recently, we'll talk about what's taking place. Uh, The Crimea Bridge was just blown up a couple of days ago. Before that, several weeks ago, um, uh, the Gazprom pipeline feeding Europe was blown up Russia's Gazprom. So um, what we want to do today is we have some wonderful people who are part of our Truth, Freedom, and Health movement. Many of you know that the Truth, Freedom, and Health movement is a global movement of people all over the world and our movement you can go to va to find out more you can also go to truthfreedomhealth.com and you'll find out that what we're actually creating is a movement that is founded on going beyond left or right beyond this uh, traditional narrative of looking at things pro or anti left or right and we encourage everyone to go to truthfreedomhealth.com and become a part of this movement because we're in a very interesting point in human history, that those in power, uh, wherever they are, um, don't really give a damn about everyday working people. So our movement uh, is the only force, as we know, and there's nothing else that comes close to it, is essentially giving people a scientific way, a systems approach where we teach people system science, we give people the opportunity to connect with other global warriors all over the world, And more importantly, we have a community of people who are very um, uh, resilient, community of people who really want to go beyond this left and right narrative. So today, uh, you can see sort of um, uh, our community has have also become citizen journalists. So we have Anne and Timur from Finland, we'll introduce them. We have Boban out of Germany. People know what's going on in Germany if you've been keeping the level of. Uh, uh essentially the G- germans are the ones who are at the the brunt of the abuse as a fallout of what's going on with this ukraine russian war boban will share with us what he, what he's talking about and wilma from one of the a baltic former soviet union states of lithuania will give her perspective essentially talking about how the ukrainian people and the russian people are very very close and this whole thing is unfortunate because it's essentially created something that never really existed so um, let me first introduce our guest, our citizen journalist. Boban, um, can you uh, just introduce yourself, Boban? Yes. My name is Boban Jovanovic. I live here in Germany since uh, maybe more than fifteen years. I work
2: at DHL. I'm a team leader at DHL, and uh, I'm in the truth, freedom, and health movement since March of twenty one. So, I'm I'm very happy
0: to be in this movement. Thank you, Boban. Thanks for thanks for being here. And and we're going. Boban's going to share with us uh, on the ground what's going on in Germany. The reason we wanted to do this is our view is that the mainstream media is not letting really people know what's going on. So we're going to have to do that job. Um, let's Wilma. Can you just give a quick thing of where you are and where you're from? You're Lithuanian, and and then how long you've been a truth, freedom, health warrior? Go ahead, Wilma. Hold on, we have to unmute Wilma. Let me unmute her. Hold on one second, go ahead, Wilma.
3: Good, uh, good afternoon, my name is Wilma. I, uh, I live in Ireland, but I am originally from Lithuania. I, uh, I came in, in Ireland 2004 when uh, Lithuania entered European Union, and we were allowed, iron curtain was lifted and um, we were allowed to travel and emigrate, so emigrated to Ireland. So, uh, and um, yes, I am concerned about situation uh, evolving uh, Russian and Ukraine, and uh, because they used to be very friendly countries.
0: Yeah, so we'll come yeah. back to that, Bulma. We'll come back to that. Thank you, but um, Boban, people are saying they can't hear you. Boban, can you just do a sound check? Boban, just say one, two, three. One,
2: two, three, four.
0: Can people hear Boban better? One, Is that, two, three, four. Yeah. I think it's because of the sound situation, Boban. So say it again, Boban. Boban, once again. One, two, three, four. Okay. If you can... All right. that That's what we'll do. We'll do the best we can. And let's go to Timur to and Ann. Ann, can you... Um, Give us a little bit about your background, Anne. You have to unmute yourself.
1: Oh, hello. My name is Anne. I live in Finland. And uh, I am working uh, with the geological information system, doing maps and surveying. I joined the Truth Freedom Health in um, back in Well, 2021 and I'm very happy. I've been very active lately. (laughs) It's good.
0: Great. Thanks, Anne. Very good to have you. And let's go to Timur. Timur had some video issues, but Timur is also from Finland. Timur, go ahead.
4: Okay. Hello, everybody. My name is Timur and I'm from Finland and I've been actually working with electricity for the last 20 years i was working as an electrician for five years and then i started to become an electrical engineering and i actually joined the movement i think early 2020 and become a warrior in 20 early 21 and and like Anne said we just kind of activated lately (laughs) that we we really activated yeah that's about it.
0: Great. Great to have you. Thanks, Timur. I just want to do a sound check. Everyone can hear me all right? Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, good. So anyway, let's um, start by just giving an update. As many of you know, the I think yesterday or day before on uh, Putin's 70th birthday, a a bomb went off, which actually blew up the, the bridge, which connect which goes to Crimea. Right. And that, uh, initially people, obviously Russia said they didn't do it. And, um, and then the reality is that Ukraine has taken credit for it, but it's unclear if they actually did it right. It could have been us NATO could have been MI six. It could have been CIA. No one really knows, but it was executed very much like the Gazprom pipeline. No one really knows who did that but even the Mm -hmm. U.S. former uh, defense, uh, uh, an advisor of the defense ministry says it was clearly UK or the United States. But again, we don't know. Right. Mm -hmm. But what we do know is that we have people here on the, uh, on on our citizen journalists who actually have friends and family in Europe. Okay. In Mm -hmm. Scandinavia, in the Baltic States. And I think it's about time that we start sharing directly from people, because you cannot trust the media anymore. Um, I, as many of you know, the US media has had very close relationships with the CIA. New York Times used to have CIA agents working for them. Um, you go to, you go to uh, uh, UK, MI6 and the media are one. So when a government wants to actually get a narrative across and manipulate people when there's trillions of dollars involved, you can't trust any of these governments. So our movement is basically saying that it's working people need to unite we need to start doing our duty which is to tell the truth fight for freedom and and take care of our own health you can't it can't come from top down so i want to start with Bobon. uh Bobon, if you can speak loud as you can because i'm going to put your phone here um are you unmuted Bobon? you are right let me see, unmute you because your sound uh oh that's okay um uh, Bobon, can you try to unmute yourself it's because i know we had sound issues before maybe yeah, no, don't worry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Boban. Okay. Yeah, Boban, talk as loud as you can into into your microphone over there. But go ahead. Okay. Yeah, get closer to your microphone. You don't, the video is secondary. I think, go ahead, Boban.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, then you can come back. Go ahead. Yeah, as best we can, but just speak as loud as you can. Go ahead. Boban, you're very low. Can you speak louder? Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Boban. Go ahead, Boban. We can hear you. Go ahead.
2: Okay, the situation here in Germany is uh, now. In this case, uh, people are going more and more to demonstrate on the streets because people are upset with the German government because, because uh, they are disappointed with the politics of the German government and they are afraid because winter is coming and uh, prices and gas prices. Are rising up. They pay six, seven, eight times more than last year for So there is uh, a movement now beginning in Germany, especially in East Germany. So in East Germany, the people know this already because they destroyed and finished the whole system of DDR. And, uh, I think it, it will be in the next weeks and the next month more and more people will go onto the streets and, and demonstrate because they don't like politics and they don't like and they don't want Russia. So that's the main points. The Economic the prices is rising up, uh, gas prices are rising up. and.
0: Yeah. So a lot of people are having trouble hearing you, Boban. But what Boban said is that there's a lot of protests emerging in Germany. The gas prices are going up. And Boban, I've heard people in Germany say that uh, people, that the cost of things, for example, electricity uh, has gone up by a very, very high number. Can you confirm that?
2: gas prices, gasoline, oil prices, so everything is big, so people talk about the price, it the to pay, it comes to the it comes to and Germany has the best gas prices, uh, so uh, Russia in Germany has the best conditions and now everything is growing because of the Ukraine and, and, and Russia.
0: Yeah. So what Boban said, just to repeat, as he said, the pre- Ukraine, I'm sorry, Russia and Germany had a very close relationship. They never had problems. Um, Germany had very, very good gas prices, and now all of this is kaput. It's destroyed. And mm-hmm. Boban, if you remember when I did that video a couple of weeks ago, I played. I shared the quote from Condoleezza Rice, who was Bush's secretary of state and the director of Chevron. And she said very clearly in 2013, the goal was to ensure Europe no longer was dependent on Russia. And everyone knows within the the EU, Germany is really the economic powerhouse that drives the entire European Union. So basically what This entire, quote unquote, war has done or military operation has essentially destroyed Germany in a sense. And Germany was a powerhouse of the European Council. So anyway, let's go over to um, uh, Timur. Timur is in Finland. Um, Boban, will come back to you. Timur, can you tell us a little bit about how the Finnish people, the history wanted to be part of part of NATO? Go ahead, Boban, uh, Timur. Uh,
4: actually, though, w- should I tell about the petition? Or the yeah, 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 just, yeah Okay, you
0: because uh, it, it, you know, the history, as I understand, of Finland never really wanted to be part of NATO, and all of that has changed. And what's really going on right now? Okay, or, or actually, at least the media has saying it's changed. Go ahead.
4: Because it, I think, it comes from the neutrality from the second after the Second World War, when Finland made agreement the soviet union it was called like friendship aid and collaboration agreement and after the so finland was neutral all the way to 1992 and after the soviet union collapsed the agreement got ratified with russia and actually it's still in effect until 2027 so finland is trying to interpret actually the government, not so much the people, the agreement for its own benefit to be able to join NATO. So there was a petition was early in uh, 2022, in February, where 76,000 people signed the petition to have an advisory referendum on joining NATO before actually even thinking about applying to NATO. And it was kind of funny when the last elections in 2019, there was 148 MPs out of 200 that said absolutely no to NATO. And only in three years, 180 out of 200 MPs said yes to NATO. Um, I'm not sure what happened during that time. And uh, this citizen initiative, when it reaches like to 50,000 signatures, they should be like go through it, but they usually don't. So it's like, let people do something funny and we do something else. So they actually don't want to have a referendum on NATO. I'm not sure how that would end, but
2: mm-hmm. there's
4: lots of people who don't want to join NATO in Finland.
2: So, so,
0: so, so let me unpack what you just said. You're giving a lot of very <laughs> valuable information we haven't heard from mainstream media here. To so more, what you're saying is that three years ago, 140, let's say 150 of the members of parliament of the 200 voted not to be part of NATO.
4: Actually, it be, it, it was before the elections. They said that they right. Were absolutely against NATO. Yeah.
2: Right.
0: Right. So 140, 150 of the MPs were opposed to being part of NATO. Now in three years, 180 of those 200 people want to be part of NATO. That's one data point, right? That's one fact. Yeah. Okay. The other fact is what you're saying is that nearly 76,000 citizens of Finland put together a petition to have a referendum on the question of joining NATO, right? Yeah, yes, yeah. And after 50,000, it's supposed to become a referendum, referendum, but the government didn't listen to you. Is that right?
4: Uh, actually, when it reaches fifty thousand signatures, the parliament has to handle the initiative. But they Why usually did they don't. Do
0: that? So they violated the law.
4: Uh, I'm pretty. I'm not sure. I think okay. so. They are actually violating the law because they right. should handle.
0: Yeah. Right. So the people of Finland wanted to have a referendum. They got the signatures, and they don't even put it as a referendum. Yeah. And then the they last. Don't even-
4: they don't even handle it.
0: They don't even handle it properly. And the last thing that you said, which is quite interesting, is that there was an agreement signed between Finland and Russia that is still active until twenty twenty seven.
4: Yeah, actually, it's called like.
0: What uh, is that agreement?
4: It's actually it was USSR uh, forced to Finland to sign the agreement because actually it's it's like. Friendship, collaboration, and aid agreement. And actually, yeah. the Article 4 says in case of Finland or Russia getting under military attack, other party of the agreement refrains giving military aid to the attacker. So, if the agreement is still in effect until 2027, so how can we join NATO? Because NATO considers Russia. Yeah. So what
0: you're saying is there's an agreement between US, former USSR US to still live that they have a friendship agreement. So how yep. can yep. Finland join NATO when that other agreement exists? That's
4: what actually. You're saying? Yeah, actually, that agreement had has been ratified in 1992 with Russia after the mm-hmm. collapse of the Soviet Union. I got left, it. Got up. it. Yeah.
0: Got it. So even though the Soviet Union fell in 1991, the agreement was still kept alive, after. Yeah. Okay, got it. So basically, in summary, the government, uh, the government elite of Finland are not following any laws when it comes to joining NATO or not. Right? They're just making Absolutely up stuff. They yeah.
2: Yeah. All
0: right. So that's really important to know. I didn't know. So there was an agreement with Russia that was after the Soviet and it was re ratified with Russia. They're not. They're they're supposed to have. In fact, as I remember, to more during Lenin's time in 1917, a lot of people don't understand this: that uh, when Finland wanted to break away, even the Soviet Union of the time, Lenin's view was on this concept of call national self-determination, that any yeah. country wanted to break away, and so Lenin did not oppose Finland from becoming its own country. Something people forget.
4: Yeah, and actually, what's yeah. funny that taken down statues of lenin now in finland
0: yeah yeah it's interesting when lenin was <sighs> a reason that finland was even created right yeah. all right let's go over to vilma vilma why don't and we'll come back to Anne. and i want to it's not Anne. it's anna right sorry uh vilma why don't you share with us you shared with us something when we were talking earlier on how close that the russians and the russian people and the ukrainian people were that you find it very difficult to even see these people fighting. Go ahead.
3: Uh, Yes, uh, good afternoon. Uh, When I, Lithuania was part of Soviet Union, uh, I used to travel. I've been three times in Moscow, two times in Pittsburgh. I've been in Kiev, two times in Odessa. We used to travel in Soviet Union countries. So I can, I can, I can. I can see and I know that it was very friendly all Soviet Union countries kind of try to be friendly to each other but Ukrainian and Russia it's no problem when I came to Ukraine I, I was speaking fluently Russia and everyone is speaking Russia back uh, there is a, a majority uh, 50-50 or maybe one out of three uh, Ukrainians is Russian and uh, so it's It's a very similar culture and uh, very friendly people. It's like extension of Russia, Ukraine was, and religion-wise and and everything. So um, it's it's hard to comprehend uh, that all of a sudden uh, they have such a hatred and anger and such a propaganda taking place. Uh, And um, the countries, uh, in the bits, I mean, yes, it's, it's hard to understand uh, uh, how, how this could be happening.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, what's interesting, Wilma, someone just put the difference between Russians and Ukrainians is similar to the difference between Americans and Canadians, right? So this would be like basically yeah. America and Canadians having an all-out war. I mean, they're border countries, very similar backgrounds, very similar cultures, right, Etc. cetera. Um, Boban... Boban, can you just say hello? I just want to do a sound hello. test. Yeah. So, Boban, can you m- maybe tell us um, what is the life of an average German right now with all the energy cuts? It, uh, I've heard reports of restaurants having to shut down, rents are skyrocketing. Um, just tell us sort of the devastation this war is causing to the German people, just what you've seen.
2: Mm-hmm. Not only
0: restaurants, also batteries are closing down. Can you speak a little louder, Roban? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh also the
2: batteries are closing down because the energy prices are so high, climbed up so high, they uh bakeries have to be closed because the the energy prices raised up uh, from from uh, seven hundred
0: dollars for example to four five thousand dollars per month. Yeah, let me repeat that again. No, no, this is really important. A friend of mine told me this. A bakery, a small bakery that's running, the rent went from $700 to $4,000 a month, right? Yeah, someone just said, Selena just said, why are the press not showing the crisis in Germany? And Boban, isn't it true that you can't buy wood stoves anymore? People have bought all the wood stoves up. Yeah. So what, what, what Boban again is sharing? Again, we got to fix the sound. It, it's it's unfortunate we can't hear your sound. But someone said can't hear. What is the mm-hmm. cause of the rent increase? The rent, it, it, what Bobon, not the rent increase, the utility, mm-hmm. the utility price increase. Right, Bobon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, yeah. So if you're running a bakery, so someone said, if you're running a bakery and you have to spend $700 a month with Bobon sharing the price, I've heard prices going up to $12,000 a month, but 700 to 5000 $4,000 a month. That's ridiculous. So basically, mm-hmm. yeah, this entire mm-hmm. war... Created by U.S. and NATO, in my view, right, forcing Russia to become the quote-unquote aggressor was is essentially destroying Germany, and Germany is a powerhouse of Europe.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so what Boban is saying—it's from Germany—is that this entire thing was planned by the UK and the United States. Let's go over to mm-hmm. Annie. Anne, can you tell us? Anne is also in Finland. And Anne, can you tell us what you've witnessed there? Go ahead, Anne.
1: Well, it came to my mind about the after the World War World War Two. We made an agreement with the Allies, Uh, Finland was to restrict its uh, weaponry, or something like that. You can find it, it's made in 1947. So, I'm worried about that. Uh, That has to be checked. So, we had some business, very good business with uh, Russia and Soviet Union like Timur said, and uh, everything was fine, fine. Now it's like uh, the media is uh, making up, like trying to make everybody hate Russia and hate Putin. And they, they write like uh, Putin is sick, Putin is dying. We should build a wall <laughs> around Finland on the Russian border which is 1,003 kilometers, 300 kilometers long, and that is sick, it's only forest, and there should be, uh, there, there could be a nuclear blast on the northern border, was today in the media. So, uh, I was I was walking today and I heard some uh, old people like in their 80s talk about Russia and Putin and they had the war they've been they've been children when the war was here like we were uh, fighting russia 1940 to 1945 so they have to go through this again and there's lots of trauma trauma about russia but uh, usually it's been like uh, okay and we have some russians young people old people here also, I don't know how many, or how many per- percents. So uh, it's been it's been under the cover kind of, but uh, now the media is uh, adding up to the trauma all the time, and all the news come from CNN, BBC. So we don't have any reporters in Finland. They're not going anywhere. It's just uh, copy pasting the news, you know. Mm. And about the Crimea Brits, uh, I just checked uh, the Ule news. They said the Ukrainians blew it up. And yep. the energy is quite, uh, you, you know, people are not discussing about the energy because we don't see anything yet. Uh, so, everybody's uh, okay with that now but I don't know about the EU we've been Anne, Anne,
0: Anne, can you hold on can you tell us about Finland what's going on in Finland what is the sentiment in Finland about all this I know uh Timur shared that you know there was this petition if you can, oh, yes yeah, yeah so let's talk about Finland because that's why tell us on the ground what what are the average Finn view about What's going on right now between Ukraine and Russia
1: well the average Finland Finn uh, kind of thinks it's um, it's Russia it's Russia's fault that Russia's uh, attacking and they launched these kind of words like a Russian attack war they use the war, Russian attack war on who's everything they? who's day I mean media media yeah. So, people think Russia is attacking and it soon will attack us and uh, it's 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 just awful. I think half of people are in the desperate block. They don't read the newspapers or watch the news or anything. And the other half is uh, just raving about Russia. So, it's really mixed because we've had nothing but lies. nothing but lies
0: and and how are, how is it that you're able to discern all this
1: uh, i don't know i was i i kind of woke up to the wax thing and covid yep and started to look for things and uh, find out what's happening and what is this and kind of it's uh, expanding and then I found the your movement and uh, met Timur on the other way around. I first met Timur and he told me about this and uh, I started looking for more and more information and uh, then I joined the warrior tribe and um, I'm on that path now.
0: Yeah, so what... I think, Anne, what you're saying is interesting because we now have about three. So what Anne's referring to is we've created a system so people can actually start getting street smart and think beyond left and right. We have about three hundred six over 360,000 people in 95 countries. But those people want to go to com. You can hear some incredible stories where people are at and how they transform themselves. And you can hear, you can also read about our winning many, many things by Mm -hmm. the approach that we take. But and your point is there's, if you look at Finland, there's lots of information out there, but people are easily being manipulated into complacency, division, or desperation. And I think that's what Boban was sharing. Uh, you were sharing uh, in, 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 in you know, the Baltic States. And right now, in, in spite of all this information that's out on the planet, it's not like people are getting more truth or more freedom and more health. In fact, more and more people are getting anxious and depressed, 51% of our children feel hopeless. Two and a half billion kids and people in the world are obese. 52% are completely confused on even what to eat or avoid. So the information is not the issue. There's lots of information, but it doesn't mean with all this information we're getting better. In fact, what's happening, and I think, and what you're saying is you're witnessing right there in Finland, right?
3: You have a lot of
0: information, but the forces yeah. of power, profit, and control are breeding ignorance. They're basically saying, good, bad, right, pro, anti, Russia, good, Russia, bad, Ukraine, good. And people are then into these left-right divisions. They either go left or right. They either get desperate or they get complacent. But this is what this system of power, profit, and control is doing. And as we've shared, if people are on the left or right, they're into this divided mode, right, pro-Russian, anti-Russian, or complacent, or desperate, and many of these people, the gurus, the Donald Trumps, and all the talk show hosts, they're not giving any solutions. If anything, they're hyping this stuff up. And our view is that the only way out of this is what we're doing right here, is that we have to take a systems approach. And that leads to wisdom and clarity. You start listening to what Boban's sharing in Germany, what you're sharing, what actually is true in Finland. And what Vilma said is actually the realities the Russian people and the Ukrainian people one-third of Ukrainians are Russians. These people are friendly people. And the
2: mm-hmm. reality is that this...
0: That the science of systems leads people to wisdom and clarity and gets people to really start thinking about solutions, becoming an activist and organized. And that's what we're talking about. The movement is really about you becoming knowledgeable with the science of systems. So I want to encourage everyone um, in the interest of time, I have to leave uh, where I'm at right now. We have a little bit of a deadline, but we'll do this again. I think uh, Boban, when you get a little bit better connection, we should do this again. But to everyone listening, Anne has shared that basically what the media is doing in Finland, which is a bordering country of uh, Russia, right? Tamora has shared that the overwhelming majority of Finnish people did not want Finland to be part of NATO. Wilma essentially shared people mm-hmm. of Russian origins or the Russian and Ukrainian people are, are friendly people. They, they're they in camaraderie. And mm-hmm. this is all very, very unfortunate. So in closing, um, Tamor, what, do, what would you like to say? We're gonna do this again. I just have a time limit that I have to leave where I am. Uh, Tamor, mm-hmm. why don't you just share some final words uh it, it, everyone just give some closing comments go ahead more.
4: okay so something i'd like to share is uh, like the three most important trade partners of finland are russia germany and sweden now we don't do business anymore with russians and we think we can manage by ourselves but germany is so energy dependent on russia if they cut the energy germany goes down and the implication is that the economy of Finland is going to collapse.
0: Wow, I didn't know that. So Russia's, the so Finland's three big partners are Germany, Russia, and Sweden. and Sweden. Yeah, so two out of three are essentially going to be gone.
2: Yeah, yeah, What's that's thank
0: you. We got to do this again. Uh, Anne, closing comments from you on Finland.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I. If I if I knew this a year ago, I I wouldn't have believed this. This is like everything is c- collapsing. You know the the uh, hospitals, the economy, everything, everything's collapsing.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. thank you, Anne Wilma. Why don't you give some final no, closing no. comments? What what you'd like to, what tell you would like to tell
3: people? Yeah, I I know that Lithuanian grassroots people are not happy with government decisions and uh, understand that government is not working for people in Lithuania, it's someone else ruling the government and um, it's disattachment for people and and the government and the uh, price, cost rising, uh, gas, electricity three times rose up and very, very disturbing times. And uh, yes, and I, and of course, everyone don't know, because we're very close, Lithuania used to be transit country, and now they cut off transit, uh, they made angry with China, Belarus, Russia, all neighbors nearly made angry that Lithuania not anymore, friendly basically self-sabotaging um, so uh, the 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 government people very unhappy with government I definitely know that and uh, we are in crisis and companies closing economic is crashing down agriculture is crashing down it's very sad very very sad thanks
0: so, so much much just said Arthur Clement obviously a war on humanity. Um, so, uh, mm-hmm. Boban, can you just share? We, I think we have a little bit. Boban, can you just give us some final comments on Germany? We will do this again. Go ahead, Boban.
2: Yes. Okay. Look, what I can say from Germany, all the people here in Germany want to live in peace. So nobody wants to have war with Russia, and uh, Germany is in, in, in a special situation because uh, Germany is is not a free country, so Germany is occupied. Occupied, so Germany is still today without a, a freedom contract. You know, and, and and German people want to live in peace, and they don't want to live and to have war with Russia. But uh, people are not asked, so the government is is doing it uh, on 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 their own. Earth. Case and and they are not asking the German people. So if, if, if the government would ask the German people, all of the, the German people would say, "Stop it! Stop it now!" and, and go and, and talk with Russia and, and Russia. So that's my conclusion.
0: Yeah. So I think thanks, Boban. I think the net conclusion, if you listen to Vilma, to more and and Boban, is that the leaders, these imbecile politicians do not serve the interests of people. The people want to go in this direction, and the government leaders Mm -hmm. are going in this direction. The only way forward is for us to build a movement for truth, freedom, and health that goes beyond left Mm -hmm. and right. The good news I just want to share with everyone is, um, you know, Savoma and Moira and who've taken time out of their Sundays, I know it's evening there, is that one common thing they all have is we are, including myself, we're all members of this movement, and not it's, it's not members just to be clear it's 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 really we're warrior scholars we're students we're, we're constantly educating ourselves but our movement is really about education it's going beyond left and right and it is the only way forward it is time for people to organize independent of all of these imbeciles and entertainers they're not going to do anything for us and it's time that people have self-respect and they take uh recognize that they are the agents of change and so I invite everyone, we'll do this again. This was great, Boban, let's try to get some better sound for you next time. But Germany is really important, but let's do this again. Uh, thank you, Anne. Thank you, more. Thank you, Wilma. It was very, very nice that you guys took time to do this. You. Yes. <laughs> Namaste. You. You yeah, but let's do this again. But I think people deserve to know what's actually going on. Finland is uh, there. You're from the Baltic state. And then Boban, Germany is as the brunt of this. By the way, the German and Russian and all these people in Europe, including Ukrainian people, Americans don't know these people have actually had suffering in their lives one generation ago. Americans Mm -hmm. always seem to get away from it. They've actually had war on their own ground. So I think it's important that we start really having Mm -hmm. mass demonstrations in the United States against what U.S. and NATO are doing in Ukraine and Russia. Anyway, thank Mm -hmm. you, everyone. But to all of you out there. I hope you're inspired by Anne, Tamora, Vilma, and Bobon. and know that we have a global community, so you don't need to feel desperate and alone or divided. Um, come! Uh, oh, I forgot to tell everyone: uh, every um, Thursdays, let me just share this. Every Thursdays, we have a um, we have our Warrior Scholar meetings here. It's a orientation. E- everyone is invited to come to it. So I invite everyone to come, write this down, vashiva.com slash orientation. Anyone can come to this and please join us. You will find an amazing community of people. Um, so you don't have to feel like you're alone and we can build a movement for truth, freedom and health. So every Thursday, 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. RSVP at vashiva.com slash orientation. Thank you again, Bulma and two more. Thank you. Yeah, be well, be the light. Thank you, everyone.